Welcome back to the Inexperienced Adult Podcast. I'm Josh. And I'm Sam. We've been friends since kindergarten and now we're 18. I'm a freshman in college. And I'm going into the workforce. Today we're going to be interviewing our good friend Jacob Cathy and we're going to talk about Christmas. What's up? <laughs> I started that prematurely. I didn't realize it was going to be more to the. Uh, no, you're good. We're going to talk about. Okay, let's do. Okay. You want to run it again? So, Jacob, your yeah. first guest. I'm honored on the podcast. Thank you for having me. How how does it feel? Um, good. <laughs> Like feels- you, 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 you understand like the immense fame you're going to be getting from this podcast. Yeah, right? dude, we I have, mean, we have people from Germany and Norway and dang, one person in real? Russia listening. Oh, one person in Russia. It might just be a bot, but that's okay. So Jacob, uh, since this podcast does have uh, adult in the title, why don't you go ahead and tell our audience how old you are? I am 20 years old. Wow. You have a different first digit than we do. I know. Isn't that crazy? That is wild. So as a slightly more experienced adult <laughs> than Sam and I. It's funny. Just, just, yeah. by, just by age. Sure. Uh, why don't you tell us what your just general feelings about going into adulthood were? Because we're sort of dealing with all that right now. Right. Um... Going into adulthood was weird for me because like, I feel like I didn't, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people that go into it, do all these things at once. Like they move out and then get a part-time job and do college and have to like buy their own food and stuff and all those things. And I did it like in stages, like I did school, but I was living at home. Right. And, um, I graduated college and now I'm like pursuing a, a like a job and a career after the fact so it's kind of been just like crazy there's been a lot of realizations of things that or habits or just routines that I've developed from not being an adult that I've realized I'm going to have to kind of like give up and sacrifice you know right um and that's kind of that's kind like of what? a realization um well like doing whatever you want with your free time isn't really like a thing like normally i'm used to just coming home from coming home from part-time job and having all day just like watch netflix and youtube and stuff and now with like what i'm going into like with my job and my internship um i'm not gonna like just be able to do that because it's kind of more about an investment into people and so i'm gonna have to be more just like intentional and diligent and spending my time wisely, I guess, you know, and being productive. Right. So that's kind of a realization I've come to recently is how many things that I do that I've done for so long, just because just to like fill time. Right. But now it's like, there's so many other better things I can be doing with that time. And I'm going to have to learn how to sacrifice these uh, get rid of these like kind of just habits that aren't that productive and replace them with something that's more beneficial in the long run to me and other people. So that's a very yeah. mature answer. That's, well, <laughs> Thank okay. <you. laughs> but I guess like at the same time, like you also need to 
like as we like grow in responsibility and just like having more um like weight to our lives kind of like a lot more things that matter um but also like balancing it out with like you know the simple joys i feel like is also important oh for sure did do you think you've seen that as well yeah so that's a great that's a great point so i've as i've taken on more and as i've like realized kind of what i'm about to step into um i've really realized how important rest will be and like real actual thorough rest and I think there's a lot of things that like we do that we fill our lives with that they're kind of fake rest. We don't do anything, but we also don't get like fully rested, right? So this by the simple joys, it's great to have free time and to to spend that on yourself to recharge. But separating the things that don't really recharge you, that also aren't beneficial with the things that might not be productive, but they at least make you feel like energized and rested. So like instead of sitting in bed for an hour and a half watching YouTube, going outside and drinking a cup of coffee and reading a book, it's like, I mean, arguably both are about as productive, but one makes me feel a lot more energized and better. So kind of separating those things and learning to enjoy the simple things that give you rest. Nice. Good stuff. Thank you. <laughs> you don't have to say thank you after every single one <laughs> i feel like i'm in like an interview i don't know <laughs> for for some context for our audience um actually i don't i don't know how you guys met did you guys did you guys meet through theater oh yeah, yeah. okay mm-hmm. my son pinocchio i was his that kidnapper was i tried to kidnap him and exploit him he kidnapped money. me and then we became best friends and then you did a show together. That's not what happened. Oh, wait. Yeah, I see. In real life. Okay. <laughs> not in the show. <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> I don't know. You probably remember more about that than I do, Samuel. Well, I mean, it was just our family had a lot of connections because of the call. Like they both went to OSU, both of our parents. So yeah. um, right. that was kind of the start because I remember you, you were wearing like an Aspen coffee shirt. At, oh like, yeah callbacks or something I remember that shirt and so like we we kind of connected pretty quick and uh yeah been friends ever since yeah and it's kind of funny because jacob and i both have been i mean he a lot sooner actually i guess like in in the span of our lives we kind of are drift like i'm kind of drifting away from theater right now a little bit and that was around the same time you were right when you mm-hmm. were around 18 i think uh when did you yeah do newsies? i mean uh i did newsies into i believe it was 2019 and then i stopped so i was 17 i think okay gotcha so it's interesting that's the way that we kind of connected but that's kind of um a little bit of a fading away part of both of our lives although Mm -hmm. i am taking an acting class next semester so that'll be nice cool for like an elective uh yeah it fulfills one of my requirements so we'll see oh that's cool that's awesome might as well yeah so so you guys met through theater and then jacob and i met via sam uh because i i I wanted to. I needed somebody to act in a movie. Did you just almost and, say uh, I wanted to use you? <laughs> yes, <laughs> because that is what came out. That is, that's what I heard, Mister Manipulator. I remember that from like the first episode. Yeah, you were like it's I. Yeah. yeah, I make friends if they're useful to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I'm not. I won't. I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed to say this. 
Hey, I mean, uh, that means he thinks you're a good actor. So, like, that's oh, not yeah, necessarily that's, a bad That's a compliment. Thing. No, that's yeah, a good exactly. Thing. Yeah, I take it. See, if you, if you weren't a good actor, I'd just be like, nah. Wait, not I have friends. no use no. for you, and I don't want to be your friend. Exactly. <laughs> Neither of those things. <laughs> but, but no, um, Sam was like, hey, I know this guy. And I was like, okay, cool. And that was interesting because that was my first movie where I actually, like, had some people who were quote-unquote professionals like involved on the on the crew side and we were kind of as as a little group of friends making movies we were sort of like leveling up that was like our first time leveling up and uh it was a good learning experience and it was the the end product was fun so dude i remember that set like vividly because I remember, I remember like the fog the haze <laughs> yeah the haze <laughs> well, also like all the lingo it was like I felt so professional, but also like, what am I doing here? You know? Yeah, same. <laughs> right. For real. Right. But it is nice, uh, Jacob, that you have listened to the other episodes because I'm sure we will have other guests. And I, I I know of so many podcasts where they start talking and it's very clear that the guest has not listened to any of the previous episodes. Yeah. <laughs> I did my research. Yes. You so. did you did talk about how you're at this point, you did you went through school and now you're uh, you did on online school, correct? Yeah, I got my degree online from uh, in organizational leadership from the University of Mary Hardin Baylor. At 19? 18, actually. 18? Oh, yeah. okay. So just even more of an overachiever. Even more impressive. I don't like that word, but yeah. Even more of a... <laughs> uh, hard worker, I guess. Yes. I don't know. What's it like having a degree? Like what, like, have you noticed Dude, it? Like it is so under, it is so underwhelming, bro. I forget <laughs> that I've been in college. Literally it's up on my wall and I just forget that I have a diploma. It's like in a frame and I never look at it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I did a thing. And now like, and I think people say they remember nothing. There are some things that like, I remember from my education, like, oh, I remember learning about that. And occasionally I'll be able to whip out like a quote or one piece of information. And I think overall, I know more than I did, but it's really, really underwhelming, like at yeah. least for me. And especially so. with like, uh, you're pursuing ministry work. Yeah. So it it's not even a, like, I mean, did you even have to like, did you put it down that you had it like on an oh, application? Oh, or whatever? I totally did because yeah. like that, they ask what your education is. And I feel like, I didn't right. do all that work to just not put it on my resume. Oh, totally. I just <laughs> but, like how much do you how like how helpful do you think it's been? Or I guess I actually, you don't really know that on your so side. So I yeah, I don't know as a high from a hiring standpoint how helpful it's been. I think it's actually been probably even more helpful than I realized because I got, you know, organizational leadership from a private Christian university is about mm. as close to a ministry leadership degree as you can get without being in ministry. Yeah. If that makes sense. And um, my pastor said on his podcast, I don't know, we're not not a sponsor. <laughs> you can plug it. I don't, yeah. I don't care. Plug. The Craig Rochelle Leadership Podcast is awesome. It's a great podcast, one of my favorites. But he said that sometimes business leaders do just as well, if not better, than some like ministry leaders, if that makes sense in some aspects of the organization, just in the way that it's like run and things like that. So it's cool that I have that business leadership experience, but on my end doesn't feel all that helpful most of the time. Cause like, I don't know. 
Yeah. I'm going into worship and that's like music and I don't really have any music education. That's awesome. Yeah. So go ahead and like, I guess, give us the rundown on like what your, your job situation is right now and all that good stuff. Sure. So, so I, yeah. So I, um, my first job, I just actually finished my two weeks. Um, I, I turned in my two weeks at Chick-fil-A. I've been working there since I was like 16. It's been oh, three you, and a half years. You yeah, finished I'm your two done. weeks? I'm done. Yeah, I'd finished Dude, last that's Friday. Awesome. I didn't realize you were doing that. I know. I walked out of there for the last time and I don't think it's hit me yet. It was such a big part of that period of my life that's now over, which I'm not sad about at all, but um, <laughs> no more no more red polo. But but it wasn't it wasn't terrible, right? No, oh no, absolutely not. Yeah, yeah not I was gonna say you 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 weren't like one of those people who's like peeing in the lemonade before you left. <laughs> no, oh, oh no. I made my mic spike. Oh no, from that. <laughs> I said I wouldn't laugh loud, and now there's a giant mountain on my screen. Um, <laughs> um, I no, I was really. Re- I tried to be respectful, and like it's a. It was a great first job. I have no complaints at all. Um, it's just you know not where I wanted to be, but so really I started taking photos at my church, and I was just leading our creative media team at Life Church Keller. Um, and then I found out about a full-time internship and God kind of like immediately laid it on my heart to apply for that, but I didn't really know when or what that looked like or anything. I just kind of knew that's where, what I wanted to do. And I wanted to do for photography, but at some point I feel like he kind of redirected me from that and like gave me really just a passion for worship and worship leading and ministry. And um, so I did a summer internship in worship with my church and um, I applied for full time and went through like a really long two month rigorous application audition process. And um, they called me a couple weeks ago and told me that I got it. So I start January 10th. It's full time for six months. And um, I'm going to be like training essentially to be a worship leader and then eventually worship pastor as long as I don't like suck and get fired. So. <laughs> dude that's awesome i didn't know if we could talk about it so like i'm like that's awesome oh no yeah we totally can and i'm just so like blown away still at how that happened because like i never would have seen myself doing that or going into that because i was terrified of being ironically with all my musical theater experience was terrified of being on stage and like leading worship yeah stuff and it was just something that i enjoyed and it quickly really just turned into like a calling um Mm -hmm. and so I'm just so thankful for the opportunity. Like I, I don't really, I can't really express what I, what I feel, I guess about it, but thankful, thankful is a start at least. Dude, that is amazing. And it's mm-hmm. so cool for me. Like, cause I remember like us being at rehearsal and you talking about like all the jobs you applied to. And like, when you got the job at Chick-fil-A, like I remember that. And now <sighs> like, yeah, it was during honk. Now, you now yeah, it was during honk. And now you're leaving that job to do this like amazing thing that God has for you, dude. That yeah. is so amazing, bro. That's awesome. I know it's, it's wild. And it's the type of thing that's like, totally just, you know, that God's behind every bit of it, because it, you know, that it just wouldn't happen. Right. If you weren't like, if it were up to me or anything else, like, I would not be where I'm at. And so that's just like a really humbling, but also just great reminder. Totally. That, uh, keeps me going even when it gets hard. So, yeah. So, so Jacob, are you, uh, what's the, what's the living situation? 
I live with my parents. I'm straight chilling. Same. Same right now. You're on you're on break. <laughs> you don't count. You don't, Get yeah, out of yeah. here. Yeah, exactly. You're not in the mom's basement club. <laughs> hey, for like four yeah. months of the year, that's like a solid. Oh uh, yeah, that's that's true. <laughs> Did you ever think about that? Like, what do people think you look like if they're just listening to your voice? Dude, like, what? That's a good. You ever thought. think about that, dude? I listen yeah. to so many podcasts, and then I like after hundreds some in some cases hundreds of episodes i'll like look these people up and they look nothing like i expected yeah. them to same i've done that yeah. before it is so weird that's but, but we yeah. have we have cartoon renditions of ourselves that's true so they have some art. idea yeah they have some idea mm-hmm. for me they'll have no clue but, if, but jacob has no they have no idea so for listeners i look a lot like um chris what's his name the guy chris hemsworth <laughs> <laughs> except for i have i have more abs <laughs> more of them i don't just have them on my stomach they're like i have back abs <laughs> so what, what like for real though how would you actually i want to run with this how would you guys describe how i look like relating me to a celebrity or just like how would you describe how i look to listeners who can only hear my voice uh you look like a worship leader like actually yeah okay so he's wearing he's wearing a a army green beanie and uh he's white he has has like a a goatee medium length hair i'll get closer so you can see (laughs) oh okay that's really close (laughs) (laughs) jacob is is disturbingly close to camera right now He he has a good jawline Oh, thank say. you. Really? Yes. That's nice. That's nice. I actually haven't heard that one. Hearing people describe me makes me kind of uncomfortable now. <laughs> you describe yourself as Chris Hemsworth, so. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's only down from there. That's true. Okay, speaking of the goatee, how's how's y'all's facial hair situation coming? Like, It's a lot better than it was. Do you feel like that need or like that want like came with adulthood a little bit? Or was it before that? Or or was it just like, oh, there's hair here. Let's see what happens. <laughs> I think it's a little bit of both. I was like, so with my mustache, I, I no, I think, I think, yeah, I think it was a little bit of both at the same time. Like I started growing out my mustache first and it's like not that thick, obviously, but it's like, it's, it's cause I have like, it's, light there. Hair. it's whenever yeah. I, have, I have light hair. So it's kind of hard to see. I think it did come with adulthood a little bit, actually. Um, one of my cousins has like a long beard and I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. And so I obviously, I don't think I have the capability to get there, but, um, I kind of am going for like the little like Orlando Bloom from Pirates of the Caribbean thing. <laughs> You're right. Dude. If, if I was to relate you to a celebrity, Orlando Bloom. Actually, yeah, kind of. Orlando Bloom is so cool. Yeah, I'm gonna pull up a picture of what I'm going for. Yeah, what. I've always like liked my dad's beard. My dad is super white. Um, and I'm not. <laughs> and it's funny because most of the time, um people have no idea what race I am. But when I started growing out a beard, I look I can easily pass for like Middle Eastern, like I've been called like Egyptian. Huh. This is kind of what I was going for. Yeah. I'm pretty close actually. You're, oh, that's dude, nice. You, yeah, your eyes and the the eyebrows kind of match. Are, yeah, those are like you high key like look like him. Kind of. Oh, for real? 
Yeah. yeah. I guess so a I never bit. thought of that one. Yeah, I didn't either. I mean, I don't look like this is like a, I don't look like that, but I look like him in specifically Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, yeah. Just without yeah, long I hair. I would say so. Dude, he's so cool. Him as Legolas, fire. I remember as a kid, I always thought he was so cool. I saw him in a, I think it was Achilles, and he like was Achilles, and he was fighting. No, wait, who was that? He was in a movie, and him and another famous actor, I think it was like Matt Damon or Brad Pitt, had like some like epic battle with swords, and I think Orlando Bloom got like clapped because <laughs> he was fighting Achilles, who could only be killed by like his heel, right? That's yeah. how that I don't know my mythology, but like oh, yeah. Yeah. Achilles heel. Dude, it's cause he he didn't have a bow and arrow, that's why. And elf ears. If he did, he probably would have won. What? Is that some like Lord of the Rings? Oh, okay. Oh yeah, gotcha. you you weren't a Lord of the Rings guy, were you? No, I never have been. Shame on you. I'm sorry. <laughs> Really I'm not sad. a true. I'm not a true homeschooler, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but but you've seen the movies, correct? I tried watching one and I got really bored. Oh, that's all right. Well, that the hurts. podcast that hurts me, to, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry. It's it's just not. I think I need to be more into the lore, like to know yeah, what's fair. going on. And I don't know I, anything, so it was like going in blind to like the second movie. Did you have to read them first, Josh? What do you mean? Read, like read the books before you watch the movie. I didn't have to. I chose to. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I had to. But it was fun. Dude, I wonder how much like that affected your like storytelling now. You know? Well, not a lot, because I'm well, it, it did for a while because I was really into fantasy stuff, but I'm not I'm not really now. That's true. But like character building and stuff. I don't know. It's just interesting to think about. Yeah. I mean, Lord of the Rings is just so um, just on that epic scale that I usually don't touch for. That's true. Obvious reasons. <laughs> you like to write something you might be able to make. Exactly. That's that's kind of my rule. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of movies, um, you guys. OK, so with this whole Christmas season coming around, that was the greatest segue ever. Is there is it? <laughs> I was really hoping that's not what I knew that that transition was coming. And I was like, please tell me he's going to pull this around in a way that makes sense. <laughs> did, I, did I do a good job? Did I do a good job though? Yes. Yeah. Ten out of ten. No, I yeah. was because I was gonna ask, like, what do you guys have any good movies you always watch for the Christmas season? Or no? No. <laughs> I I don't know. I'm not much of like a movie watcher, like especially not movies I've seen before. I like being like on edge and like I like plot twists and like not sure what's gonna happen. But yeah. Home Alone is one that I can consistently watch every year without fail and laugh and be entertained one and two but especially one i just freaking love that movie yeah every time i watch home alone i just skip to the last 20 minutes i mean that yeah that is the best part <laughs> that's that's really the best part but i just i like home alone a lot the only one for me is jim carrey's grinch i have not seen that That movie honest. is so funny like there's just so many good lines and scenes and he's just, oh, he's so funny in it. I definitely recommend. Y'all should watch it. I've seen it once a long time ago. Yeah, it's funny. But yeah. I know that like, <laughs> I texted in the group chat. I was like, we need to talk about Christmas because I think all of us are pretty apathetic towards like it as a holiday in general. 
So like, I don't know. What do you guys, I don't know. How do you guys feel about the season and everything? I don't care. I'm well, (laughs) (laughs) it seems like a Josh answer. I've, I've told people like I am, I am a Grinch in the sense that I believe that Christmas music should be played on Christmas Eve and Christmas day and no other time of year. I can handle two out of 365. After that, it becomes really annoying. Yeah. So basically, as it stands, I like I can I can do like the first two days of uh, late November. And then after that, I just get annoyed. (laughs) Dude, and that's the thing with the Christmas music, like especially like the hymns or like the worship songs, like when you're hearing them like that often. Mm-hmm. it's so hard to focus on the meaning of it because yeah. it's just like constantly there and like your mind just ends up blocking it out you know You're like, like the ah meaning. yes ah yes i know this song and then you just like kind of sing it and like don't really yeah i i agree with i agree with you on that yeah it, yeah i've noticed like it's taken like a lot of like me like actively like okay i need to like focus in on what this is about you know mm-hmm. Like on what yeah. the the words I'm singing, which it's mm-hmm. it's just difficult. Um, and sometimes I'm like, why, <laughs> you know? Well, especially as like somebody you know who leads worship and who's kind of in tune with like creating sessions and stuff. I've been doing a lot of Christmas music. I feel like the challenge with that is every Christmas song is about the exact same event, and like you know, it's like a slightly different perspective on the same event. And so I think because you hear them every single year and they like maybe get a little more modern, but like nothing really changes about them that much. I feel like you really do have to be more diligent and like paying attention to like what it is you're singing, you know, and focusing in on on like the meaning, you know, and the significance of the event which it represents. Because it can be really, like you said, really easy just to get lost and like kind of the, oh, yeah, I've heard this song before. Yeah, that is interesting because even though we're on the older end, we're still Gen Z. And mm-hmm. so our generation is all about new stuff and we want progress mm-hmm. and change. And then you have this stuff that plays over and over again. And I mean, there are plenty of people I know my age who who love Christmas and go crazy, but still, there's also plenty like us, the reasonable ones. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you say we like new, you say we like new stuff, but I actually like kind of have a counter to that. I actually find that I enjoy old Christmas music. Like Frank, like my jam is like Michael Buble, which is new, but it's a rendition of old, like Frank Sinatra, Bing Crosby, Dean Martin kind of Christmassy stuff. Right. Like Louis Armstrong, that Christmas music I love and could listen to all the time. Um, And that's like old stuff, but the new stuff is just like... I swear, like, all I want for Christmas makes me sad every time I hear that. It's like, oh my gosh, I hate that song. You know, I just want to, I just punch the radio. Yeah. Yeah, that that one is pretty bad. Yeah. Like, whenever the sleigh bells are in the background, they're like, like, shut up. <laughs> is there any part of you guys that wait like 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 deep down that wishes maybe you could like get in the christmas spirit no. a little more or is it like totally just like nah absolutely not i yeah 
I think a little bit. I think I see I see this weird like contrast with Christmas and there's a lot of like obviously I love the original like what Christmas represents, right? Like right. the birth of Jesus. I love that's very important. And that's very important doesn't even like isn't sufficient to say but yeah, like but i mean that, that's the thing is that christmas was a, just a pagan holiday that was co-opted by the catholic church and jesus wasn't even born during winter right so, yeah so it's like <sighs> sure but i i guess so like i love what christmas represents right what you know you, you bring up a great point and i have you know i think that's all true and stuff but i i think there are some people that really find joy in this season but more commonly i found it's kind of sad how you could look at what Christmas represents and then you look at the attitude so many have towards it. So many conversations I've had about Christmas the past couple of weeks, people have said they're stressed, they're rushed, they're hurried, they can't wait for Christmas to be over. And I feel like if you look at what Christmas means, you and look at like the hope and the joy and peace that should come along with that. Yeah, it's kind of the opposite. People shouldn't be saying they can't wait for Christmas to be over. You know, that makes me sad. Because right. I feel like then you're missing, if you're saying Christmas is stressful, which I get holiday shopping and everything, but like if you're saying that's Chris or is stressful, it's like you're missing the point of Christmas a little right. bit. And so I wish I could get more into Christmas for sure. But I also wish that like our society as a whole could like restore itself to maybe a more simplistic, but like authentic version of Christmas celebration you know yeah instead of just it being like about stuff and lights and events that for some arbitrary reason can only be done during december like gingerbread and sweaters and stuff (laughs) you know i wish i could i wish i could have a more genuine appreciation for the season but it's become about so much more that you lose focus on what it's really about and then it takes the fun out of it for me right i feel like so what are y'all's thoughts on that well i was gonna say it's almost like uh, when you take something that is so meaningful, like as in God entering the creator of the universe, entering his creation, when you take that, that truth that changes your life day to day, and then you, you try to compartmentalize it into a season, mm-hmm. that's, that's just not ever going to be a good idea. I don't that's think. really good. Because that's really good then you feel like you have to like feel this joy and this peace and like, Oh yeah, well I should feel joy and peace all the time. But during this time it should be like a greater uh, joy and peace. And then when Mm -hmm. you don't feel that the disappointment is even more and you just have all these weird expectations that are really nothing's going to live up to that, you know? No. Yeah. That's, that's a really good point. And I think that's kind of the essence of how I feel about Christmas is I think it, the, the holiday season, as people call it, I hate that term, but the holiday season, <laughs> so watered down, um, it loses its magic. I'm doing quotey fingers, quote, quote. Uh, quotey <laughs> fingers. I have never heard that before. <laughs> I'm doing quotey fingers. The quote unquote magic that the season has is lost for me. And maybe you feel the same way because... I do experience that love and that joy and that peace that comes with Christmas all the time. It's like really just a part of being a follower of Jesus. And Mm -hmm. 
you experience his presence and you are thankful for his birth and you acknowledge him coming into his creation all the time, whether worshiping or reading his word or just, you know, whatever. Yeah. And so nothing's like special about it anymore because I practice that the other 11 months of the year or try to. And so it's like, now there's nothing special. This is just another month out of the year, except for now there's a holiday. And I think that's why my attitude towards it doesn't change because it's, I try to consistently and I fail sometimes, but try to consistently live within that kind of attitude about it. So, yeah, no, I, I agree with that. And, and also you have, as with every holiday, the, the dark side of capitalism kind of comes out to exploit it. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm not a communist, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, but uh, you know, it's, 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 it's with everything. It's, it's Valentine's day, 4th of July, Thanksgiving, Halloween and Christmas. It's like, all right, now it's time to buy stuff to make you, you and your loved ones happy. And like, that's not great. It's so random. Is that copyrighted? Uh, I don't think so. It's it's the rush. It's the USSR anthem. Oh yeah, they don't believe they don't believe in rights. Like, so probably he's not. like I'm I'm not I'm not a communist. Yeah, I'll, I'll, put, I'll edit that so I say I'm not a communist, and it just cuts right to that. That was my vision, but I couldn't pull it up on YouTube fast enough, so it's like thirty seconds delay yeah. behind to when be you honest, said that. I was so confused for like, like a, um, I know I realized it in my head it made sense because I was remembering what he had said, but then I realized I was like, this is so like not relevant <laughs> to the conversation. He's talking about gift gaming. I was so. I was so proud of myself too, and I was like, "Wait, nobody even knows what's happening now." I'm just playing this <laughs> random song on my phone. Okay. No, honestly, just, just forget, fix it in post. No, fix no, it in forget post. the editing. I think it's better to have it just happen randomly, and then us have this conversation <laughs> about it. <laughs> I was just picturing like some like funny voiceover of like Josh's face, and he's like. Uh, he's like the dark side of capitalism and then that song starts playing and he's like I'm not a communist <laughs> and he's like giving this speech about consumerism over the, the what it does over the, the the anthem we could start like um like a like a YouTube of uh the inexperienced adult and we just like do edits of like <laughs> yeah like that like funny really edits like, with like really weird like music <laughs> really like dank like <laughs> i haven't heard the word dank in a, in a i love that word so much it has been a while it's I'm never gonna let oh, it die, man. Jacob. I think that is the most adult thing that any of us have ever done. Is we've said a word, and then the younger people in the room were like, "Wow, haven't heard that in a while." <laughs> but the word is dank. That's like so recent. I know, but, but I mean, think about it. In 30 years, you're gonna say that your kids are gonna be, or your kids are gonna be like, "Oh, Dad, you're so old." <laughs> that's like how we would respond to somebody saying, "Dude, that's groovy." Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Groovy. That's Groovy. Speaking of uh, speaking of children, now I have uh, a segue of my own, Sam. We'll, we'll see how it rivals yours. Um, I assume that all of you want to have kids. 
I just assume. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's talk about Santa Claus. Oh boy. First oh, off, I had a deep conversation with my mom about this last night. Okay. She oh, told me he wasn't real oh. and I had a breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this factor isn't even it's even more relevant now. <laughs> I didn't know what to I didn't know what to do. Oh, that was funny, Jacob. That I said <laughs> I was not expecting that. I thought that sentence was going in one direction. And then it just went the exact opposite. I got all the serious oh, content out of the way first and all the deep. Now now I'm like. Now he's on dank mode. Now I'm on the, day, the dank memes at 2 a.m. <laughs> okay, so S- Santa Claus. This is amazing. Dude. Yeah. Okay, uh, but, but yeah, let's, let's talk about Santa Claus. For two-pronged question. First question, did your parents lie to you as a child? Did you believe in Santa Claus when you were younger? No. I did not either. Sam? I, I, okay, I remember specifically, I don't remember when I stopped or when I started believing in Santa. I remember this one night we went to like some Christmas event and then they had like reindeer there. I'm doing air quotes. So, so were they not alive or what? No, I'd like, they were like just, I don't know, moose or something. They weren't like. Are, are, are reindeer like actually things i don't know yeah oh, that's a are. real animal but they're like oh, up in yes, they're they like are. up in like canada and stuff okay well so they had an actual reindeer and i guess that was evidence enough to me that like santa was real and i remember that night like going outside and like swearing i like saw him in the sky hold up, hold up. <laughs> <laughs> hold up. i'm just imagining now now that you said that like what sort of show or production or mall event would have like moose instead of reindeer oh, i don't know I, <laughs> a very like, canadian christmas yeah we couldn't get reindeer but we got the next best thing okay no maybe it was an actual reindeer but anyways it doesn't matter but yeah and like my parents still will put like santa like on the little cards like to and from just for fun right so do your little brothers yeah. believe in Santa or any Honestly, of them? Honestly, I have no idea. I should ask. You haven't had that talk with him yet? We can, we can have him on the podcast. We can have Jordan on the podcast. A five-year-old on the inexperienced adult. We should. We should. <laughs> oh, hey, ask, ask him real quick what he thinks of Santa. <laughs> oh, wait, Jordan. Jordan, come here. What do you think of Santa? What do you think of Santa Claus? This is Sam's younger what? brother. What do you think of Santa Claus? I don't know. Is Santa <laughs> Claus real? That's good. No. <laughs> Did you, you hear heard that? it? You heard it from him, everybody. Just kidding. Oh, oh just kidding. Pranked. Good job. But he, actually, no one yes. Oh. No one oh. yes. Could you, would you like to expound on that? Yes. No one yes. No one yes. No one yes. No one yes. All right. That was. All right. Oh my gosh. Door, please. <laughs> I can't was... close the door. Okay. <laughs> that I think that leaves us all with a lot to think about. I apologize um, for that intrusion. No, that was great. That was a great addition. I, we needed that evidence, though. Yes. Yes and no. Did you guys know that, like, St. Nicholas, like, slapped a dude at, like, the, the Council of, like, Nicaea or something? That's epic. No, there was this other guy that, like, didn't believe, like, Jesus was, like, fully God or something. 
And so he just like got annoyed and then he like pushed him. Apparently. So that's, that's funny how like Santa Claus is often like the replacement for Jesus in the Christmas season, but they're like connected because he's a saint. Right. And he he slaps yeah. some dude for believing Jesus wasn't fully God. Yeah. I just remember being in school and there was one kid who was probably at this point it was like fourth grade. So too old to be believing in Santa Claus in my opinion. And I was like explaining how scientifically it's not possible for someone to fly around the world delivering presents. Of course you were. Of course. <laughs> I was like, I was like, he would break the speed of light trying to do that. And that would not be good. Like that's not. How many G's would you have to hit? Santa would be dead. Isn't there a movie where it's like time travel? Probably. Like he's actually like doing it for like a year or something. But like. It all happens in a night type thing. That, that makes more sense, I honestly. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Um, Imagine the torture. He's like, he he's delivering, like, to him, it feels like a whole year, but to everybody else, it's a day, and then he just has to do it again. <laughs> yeah. He's, like, constantly doing it. Like, it's actually his, like, entire existence is just, like, delivering presents. But if he, if he stops, he, like, disappears. And so he can't stop. He just has to keep going. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the version of Santa I want to make. He's just, like, stuck in this perpetual, like, time travel loop. And if he stops, he dies. <laughs> but he doesn't eat he doesn't eat the milk and cookies it's like a it's like a delorean situation and the reactor it runs off of milk and cookies that's what allows him to go that's what allows him to go so he's not eating it it's what allows the time travel to work in the post credit scene like a a random scientist like he's working on a time machine we've we keep cutting to him for years he's working on a time machine it never works and then his son like accidentally spills milk and cookies into the reactor and it's just like it just like sends him back to to the age of dinosaurs (laughs) dude this is man this is this your next movie you're working on josh (laughs) dude (laughs) josh the most apathetic christmas person i've ever met makes a movie about Santa Claus. If it were about that, I would. Yeah. Just a big meme. It would be dank. Yeah, be mega dank. Mega dank. <laughs> a very, a very, a very dank Christmas. <laughs> oh, working title, bro. Working title. It's just Shrek is Santa. <laughs> but like, but like the cursed Shrek. <laughs> not, not actually yeah. Shrek. <laughs> the curse the curse shrek and all the reindeer are donkey all... oh, there's, there's multiple donkeys oh. all right shall we move to our final final segment yeah i did want to like finish my two-part question from earlier oh okay <laughs> go ahead from like 20 minutes ago <laughs> yeah um so so Jacob and I didn't b- believe in Santa Claus or our parents didn't tell us about that. Um, and then Sam kind of did, maybe. I might have had, like, faith for a night or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, but but would you tell your kids uh, that Santa Claus is real? No. No. Yeah. Nope. I would not. I don't know if I would expressly say that he's not, though. Yeah. But I just wouldn't bring him up. Right. Yeah, no. I I wouldn't write Santa on the gifts like my parents do. Like, I don't see the point of that. 
I don't know. I there were some reasons last night. I was talking to my mom about like I was just kind of asking her after she told me that Santa wasn't real. I was <laughs> and after I cried in the bathroom for thirty minutes, it came out, and then I had some deep <laughs> revealing questions um, that really just manifested in my spirit to ask about. Um, I don't know. I was just like wondering, asking her like why parents would lie to their kids about that and she never told we never believed like we were never told about santa right but i also like was wondering i feel like that again pulls the focus away one pulls the focus away from the real meaning of christmas right um two it kind of reestablishes the whole like works-based principle of like if you're good you get this if you're not you get cold right right dude for real and so it's like if you're raised in a if you're raising a christian household for one you're taking away the significance of christmas two you're saying like oh if you're good enough you get this or you deserve this so it's like a sense of entitlement and the last thing is like i feel like that kind of removes some appreciation of kids that kids could have for like the sacrifice of their parents to get them gifts right yeah like if you get a gift, it's from Santa. It's like, oh, he magically pooped it out of the sky. <laughs> but what, what sort of Santa like, were you taught about? <laughs> oh, that's a that's a new addition to the, um, the mythology to the film. <laughs> Write that down. Yeah, Poops, gifts. Uh, I got I got a lot more ideas <laughs> where that came from. He's time traveling and he's pooping. <laughs> Just three hundred and sixty-five days out of the year. Oh, that's a horrible. Oh gosh. Okay, so to finish my last thought. Um, I think too, like, you know, parents obviously sacrifice time and or money and or stress or all the above to get these gifts, right? And maybe they're gifts that are toys that they can play together and make memories with. If you tell your kid it's some man that just knows what they want and just gets it for them and just makes it, there's no like sacrifice involved in that. And then the kids won't like thank you for it, you know, and you, they don't learn to appreciate parents for getting them those things and they don't get to share those memories of like oh you got me this and we get to play with this together yeah you know so those were just kind of my thoughts that i unloaded on her last night and she thought she yeah so yeah she realized she yeah. made a mistake all those years <laughs> yeah she, she was like i'm sorry that Did i she lied apologize to you. yeah yeah she we had a moment i'm glad that you had that reconciliation mm -hmm. and it was I good i needed that. that it was it was good closure. But, but last <laughs> night, your mom wasn't like, Santa Claus isn't real. She just told you the truth that Shrek is not Santa Claus. <laughs> right. And that's all I needed to hear. You know, I put the pieces together myself and <laughs> drew my own conclusions. You're like, if it's, if it's not Shrek, then it's nobody. <laughs> it was earth shattering, to be quite frank with you. Um, but, you know, I just thoughts and prayers for me as I, you know, as I just rediscover what I believe in rediscover the magic of christmas we all need some deconstruction i mm, think yeah i think that a little bit of deconstruction is healthy so. just just a bit though i'm yeah too just much and you just end up as a depressed puddle <laughs> <laughs> oh so sad all right now we're gonna move yes. to our final segment <laughs> do you have a title for our uh uh, affirmations and denials. I do. Okay, so this episode, okay. uh, we're going to be affirmations and denials. Wow. <laughs> so, so Jacob, uh, you've listened to the previous episodes, but if this is your first time, uh, most podcasts will have like a at the end, like a, a good and bad segment or a, a one cool thing they want to share. We we don't do that. 
to uh we change the name every time and this time we're doing cats versus dogs oh um but real yeah. quick sam i we know how you feel about dogs um <laughs> and oh, cats. i'm team dog all the way okay good good because yeah, i don't cats are up to something uh yeah so obviously dogs are the good cats are the bad i'll i'll go first jacob do, do you have stuff prepared or should we just um can i go last yes because because sam and i have literally like just stayed in silence for like 10 minutes before thinking of our things we have yeah go ahead so my 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 dog for this episode is uh scallywag tactical knives what (laughs) it's a it's a knife company i thought I thought you were talking about your actual dog. <laughs> I was confused. I was like, what kind of name is that? Yeah, you're not fit for this podcast. No, then. You, you don't understand. <laughs> My dog's name is Scallywag Tactical Knives. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. So just to clarify, the dog and the cat is representative of one thing you want to talk about that you liked this week the dog is and the cat is something something you don't like gotcha yeah Yeah. yes yeah so so one of the parent companies for the company that i work for is a uh knife manufacturer and so i have uh, a couple of their knives one for self-defense that I carry. Another one's like a survival knife that you could take camping. And then they also have make like sets of kitchen knives. Super high quality stuff. Link into the in the description if you guys want to check those out. Are we sponsored? Uh, no, no, we're not sponsored. Oh. I wish. Okay, I was wondering when my paycheck would come in. But... <laughs> you're a guest. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're, you're just glad to be here. <laughs> Oh, wow. You're just glad to be here, Jacob. Feel free to delete all my contribution <laughs> to this podcast. Then. Yeah. Just kidding. Um, okay, so my dog is another podcast. Um, That's his name. It's called The Right. Another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. We get it. We get, we get the joke. <laughs> so funny. All right. Um, no, this podcast is called The Rise and Fall of Mars Hill, and uh, it's put out by Christianity Today. Um, and I think it's a really cool podcast because it's about a church that became a mega church, one of the first mega churches. And like, there was just some really bad things going on in the leadership. And I like this church no longer exists. And it's like an in-depth, like, like look at why this church fell. And I think it's super important to look at that and like, not look at it like as gossip or anything, but just look at and see and like look into our churches and say like what parts of our churches are like starting to look like this and like what were the warning signs then and like are we seeing any of that now? So, anyways, I would just recommend. What's it called? Really the Rise and Fall of Mars Hill. We'll uh, we'll have a link in the description. Thank thank you for that uh, plug. I'll have to watch that. Do we do just our dogs and then we go back through with our cats? Yes. So my dog is dead. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> my dog. Um, so, oh man, I have a couple of things, but really just kind of the transition in um, overall, just the blessings, um, provisions that God's given me and just like the transition in my job from leaving the job that, you know, I've worked at for so long and I've really just been looking for a new opportunity. Um, right. My two weeks being my two weeks being up and I have like three weeks of rest before I start my internship. And I'm just super excited for that. That's really my dog is just I'm really excited to jump into this new opportunity and just kind of see, you know, um, what God 
has for me in that season. So that's my that's my dog. Is there anything you want to plug for your dog? Um no. Okay, cool. Uh my cat link in the description <laughs> of something. I don't know. Just put some random link in the description. No, you could you could plug the video of the communist anthem thing. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm gonna plug Oh or Rick oh, them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you got us. Actually, sorry, one thing I do want to actually plug. I'm I'm gonna be for real. I'm gonna be for real. I'm gonna add another dog just so I can plug this. Trade coffee. It is a coffee subscription. And you enter all of your, this has been a huge dog for me the past couple of weeks. You enter like. <laughs> You're taking this metaphor way too far. <laughs> yeah, bro. Like Clifford the Big Red Dog. Like uh, the, we're talking like groundbreaking levels of dog here. Um, <laughs> like, okay. So you enter all your like your preferences for coffee. So like ro- roast and like how you brew it. So like I did AeroPress and just. I told them to like, I'm not picky on roast. And then you like say what level of, of adventurous you want to get. So like just normal coffee or like really funky. And it creates a cue that you can change around and you can like look at your cue and it's all from local roasters. It tells you about each roaster before like you can look like what coffee you're getting next and where it's from and like the notes. Oh, like and different roasters? Yeah. So you get it. So I have one now from Salem, oh, that's awesome. Massachusetts. Um and I got one before that from like St. Louis. And so you can just try all these different coffees from different roasters. I just got one from Portland the other day. And it's been really cool just to like experiment with different coffees and like just know, hear the story behind the roasters and like know that it's all from different parts of America. And um, uh, so I guess plug trade coffee if you like coffee and want to kind of try some funky stuff. Link in the description below use use my code use my code jacob for 20 percent off the next order don't <laughs> they do it they're just severely disappointed <laughs> yeah well okay. uh, i don't like coffee but i'll i'll begrudgingly put that in the description my my cat for this episode is a new trend that i've been seeing the past few months uh bell-bottom oh, no. jeans are coming back oh no and it no. is deeply Why? disturbing <laughs> They they look terrible in photos from the seventies. Why why do people think that's okay, dude? I don't mind them. I'm not gonna lie. All right. Well, this podcast has been disbanded. <laughs> <laughs> Sam and I are no longer friends. <laughs> oh my gosh! I just looked up. I just looked up a photo, and this is the most ridiculous pair I've ever seen of bell bottom jeans. Hold up, this is like worse than normal. I'm pulling them up. This is so ridiculous. Dude, so many people wear them in Nashville. <laughs> what the <laughs> Oh my goodness. Send the, send the, okay, that's I'll link I'll put a link in the description. Send that image to me. Okay, Sam, uh what is your what is your cat this episode? All right, my cat is um I had COVID the last two weeks oh. and losing my taste was and still kind of is so sad like i but also like at the same time just made me really appreciate taste because oh man that was that was not fun like just like wanting to like drink coffee and like taste it and nothing just tastes like hot water and but i will say i just ended up eating like vegetables because i was like well might as well eat healthy if i can't taste anything 
but it, it was not fun and it but it started coming back actually like yesterday and today which is really nice so that's my cat jacob uh finish us out what is your cat this was not this week and i've fully recovered um from this but i've had like i had to go to like the car mechanic four different times in a week because one Friday I got a nail in my tire. Like I was two deliveries into my shift and it was eight 30 and I've got in at eight and my low tire pressure light comes on. I have a nail in my tire. My tire's flat. So I have to take it in to fix it and it's free, but it takes him like an hour and I'm chilling there with nothing to do. Right. And we're watching some horrible talk show like Ryan and it's like Ryan and Rachel or something, some horrible holiday talk show. That's absolutely tragic and um they fixed my tire and then during that week i had to get like an oil change and inspection i had to get like a taillight socket replaced and all these things and then the next friday i get another nail in my tire (laughs) the same time two deliveries into my shift my low tire pressure light comes on and my tire is going like the thunk the thunk whenever i'm trying to turn it's like i get up and it's straight up flat and so i have to take it back to the mechanic shop again get that tire taken out and it took them like a lot longer and then they call me and they're like hey we also like your tire kind of has damage we need to like replace it so then I had to end up buying like four new tires because I needed new tires anyway. Yeah, it's horrible, but they're pretty good and they'll last me probably the rest of the life of my car. So that's good. But um, car repairs are just never fun and they're always just like annoying, but you kind of have to do it because the alternative is your car like exploding on the highway. <laughs> that's not ideal. Zero to 60 real fast. Just, no, it's went from flat tire to exploding car. This is Chopper 9. There's a car off southbound I-35. It looks like they're pulling a man out of it. It's just like, oh, oh my gosh. The car Sorry, exploded. <laughs> All right. I think we should wrap this one up. Yeah. We have, we, we have, should. this has been an amazing app, in my opinion. It has been so good. I feel like we covered a lot of good. Thought provoking. We covered topics. a lot of ground. Yeah, a lot of different types of ground. <laughs> like so many different types. Yeah. All right, everyone. Thank you all for listening. Please leave a review, subscribe, and if you have any questions, stories, or future episode ideas, please email them to the inexperienced adult podcast at gmail.com. And until next time. I'm Sam. I'm Josh. And I'm Jacob. And, and we're, we're inexperienced, inexperienced adults. adults. <laughs> Cool. It worked. Sure. Why not?